Welcome back to another episode of Read It or List It. You have to say your name. I'm Phoebe. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, it it hurts so bad to laugh. Oh god. (laughs) We're off to a really great start. (laughs) Can you please put that in? Welcome back to another episode of Read It or List It. I'm Phoebe. And I'm Ashley. And in today's episode, we are back. (laughs) I think it has been almost a month since we sat down to record and talk about books, and it feels really good to be back. We both have had some major things going on in our lives and obviously in the world right now, Um, so it feels good to know that we will always have books. I know. I feel like it has been, I mean, it has been so long. Like I was looking at, you know, we're, we're wrapping up our YA series today and it's been an eternity since we've talked about these books. Like I feel like I've read Truly Devious, some of these books we talked about in our introduction to YA and even in the pitch episode so long ago, it feels insane. Good thing we called yeah. this series Forever Young Adult. Because- <laughs> That's how it feels. Um, it, I mean, it, I mean, it, just thinking of all of the things that have happened since we began this series. I mean, right? we just got to introduce our author interviews, and we had our first um, like comrade, I guess, our first comrade, comrade guest, our first guest, like <laughs> that first, wasn't an author. Yeah, yeah, our our fellow book lover um, guest. We had Haley on from Haley Berry's books, which I don't know. It's it, it does like. It feels so good to sit down and do this with you again. I know. I'm so, I'm so happy to finally be back here and um, to talk about books, but also to acknowledge that there is a lot going on in the world right now that we need to give respect and time to. Yes, we uh, we want you to know that here at Read It or List It, we stand in solidarity with the Black Lives Matter movement. Today, we are finally wrapping up our Forever Young Adult series, Um, and we've mentioned before how we are just so impressed with YA's ability to really, like, dive into personal identity and issues that are prevalent for teens, like, from all walks of life, Mm -hmm. and I think the books that we read for this series and that we recommended to each other that we ended up reading definitely fit that bill. Oh, 100%. I was thinking about that. Like, I've never read so much YA in a single month. And I found myself not just, you know, reading it because I said I was going to, because we all know how good I am at (laughs) sticking to my monthly stacks. Um, But because I just felt drawn to, I wanted to be able to, like, um, experience something that maybe was heavier in content but because it's told through a younger main character like a younger lens it just is a little bit easier to digest for me reading truly devious was the perfect series to read during this month and I feel like I I read it so long ago that I'm like having trouble remembering (laughs) everything about it but I think what I really loved about that is that series um is a mystery series and I pitched that to you and, and that's mm-hmm. definitely the murder mystery is definitely at the forefront of the story but 
we have a main character who struggles with anxiety and I'll talk about that because that's something that I can really relate to and she you know is is she likes this boy and she has to figure out whether or not the feelings that she has towards him like the feelings that she gets around him are the same as some of the feelings that she has when she's about to have a panic attack and like I never thought I I've never seen that represented in Mm -hmm. YA from me like being a teenager struggling with um feeling anxious at the same time you're falling in love and I don't know I just thought that was really great um the story itself there were I mean there the characters were not perfect by any means, but there, um, there was there were great friendships in it, and it was it was a, just a good YA series. So I I read that this month, um, and then I finally finished the Charlotte Holmes series, which I started. Oh, and I'm so excited to hear your thoughts. And I I said I said to Phoebe that. I would be okay. I'd be at peace if she didn't love it because I got Diane to read this series Hmm. and I got Kaylee from Once Upon a Library to read it too and they both devoured it and loved it. It has a very specific tone and I think that was my favorite part of it. Um, This was also one that was available on Scribd and I literally finished it and I, I read the ebook, but the rest of the series is all available now. Like I finished it on um, like a Tuesday, I think. And then that, then I like looked up cause I was like, Oh, maybe the other ones are on here. Like, I think I would continue this. Um, and then they're like coming this Friday. I think it was like April 22nd or something mm-hmm. like the remainder of the true of the truly devious of a study in Charlotte. And I was like, well, that was timely <laughs> <laughs> just um, for you. I, I, I just think, think I'm going to like it better on audio because it's like, it's very sophisticated writing for YA. It is. Yeah. Because I, I, I assume, I'm not, I've never seen Sherlock Holmes and I've never read any of the Sherlock Holmes mysteries. Don't come for me. Um, but Nick had, so I had, I like would, I asked him if I had like questions about anything because um, he only reads mysteries because he says that's the only way he'll finish a book because he has to know what happens. Um, but it's like, it's like relatively dense, I thought. It is. It's not like, I, so this is why I like have the hardest time when I'm recommending this series because I'm obviously I have a very like close, <laughs> like relationship with Sherlock Holmes and I love how she was able to weave in the original stories Mm -hmm. but also kind of like revive it and revamp it and so it's still like a lot it's not like you're to all the boys I love before YA for sure it doesn't even read I honestly don't think it reads much like YA I think what makes it YA is the fact that like well one their ages I know that you really identify with Charlotte um, oh man just because like and she like She's had a lot of trauma in her life and she's like, I hate the word quirky, <laughs> like being like, she's a quirky girl, but she, she's not a quirky girl. She has like a lot of, she's, she's a very serious her- person. Yes. She's herself. She's yeah. very like, 
She's very formulaic. I mean, and I, as someone who has no prior knowledge other than like the stereotypes of Sherlock Holmes, I assume that he's very calculated and formulaic, like like Charlotte oh, yeah. is. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I loved reading it from Jamie's point of view and thought it was so. I mean, I'm such a sucker for like a truly emotional male character because I think it's so refreshing and it's so important for like young straight boys to see that it is okay to express yourself emotionally. Like, yes. um, When we talk about perfect YA male character for me, Jamie is who I want to see in every single YA story I ever pick up and mm. I know some people like maybe want their more like a Peter Kavinsky rough around the edges you know all-american me. yeah <laughs> I I like the quiet writer connected with their emotions kind of character I had read the first three books right when they came out it was the only series I've ever pre-ordered then I the last one sat on my shelf for so long because I had started bookstagram and you know how it goes but then when I finally picked it up this month and I was like I'm determined to finish this series which I still haven't reviewed uh (laughs) I felt like I was really coming home well I had that same feeling similarly uh, but I I did a reread of one of the books that I mentioned in our pitch episode Avalon High by Meg Cabot Um, oh yeah and it was, I think, I think I mentioned in the pitch episode, I had that on audiobook on CD. Oh <laughs> like, my gosh. Um, and I used to listen to it. Like I, and so I had listened to it so many times that while this was the first time I actually read it, I had never like physically read it. Um, mm-hmm. I'd only ever listened to it. So I could hear the narrator so clearly while I was reading it and like I'm very sensitive to like tone and um like I I one of my special skills um in acting is like I'm really uh I'm like I'm musical so I'm attuned to accents so I can like I hear someone's like speech pattern and can mimic it very easily so it was as I was reading it I was reading it like at the pace of the narrator from the original audiobook that is like mm-hmm. s- like I think it's like 20 years old I think this book came out I think you know maybe 14 I think it came out in 2006 um but it was it held up I really That's enjoyed awesome. it again um don't you I love that a, when like a YA book still like captures the same emotions on a reread yeah um, but I did, I, I read some great new books um, as well. One of them was When the Stars Lead to You by Ronnie Davis um, that had been sitting on my shelf for, I think, since the fall. Um, and I think I mentioned it in... You mentioned it some... Uh, and maybe in the romance, I mean, like, or maybe I was like, what I'm going to, what the why I am planning on reading. Yeah, I, I, I think that's like what it was. was so long ago. Well... Um, oh, like I said, forever YA. It's been for, 3,000 yeah. years. <laughs> um, but, I mean, talk about a book that really speaks for young people because it's about a biracial girl who goes to a predominantly white private school and she uh, is like so focused on getting into like an ivy league school she wants to be an astrophysicist so it's got like this great like women in sciences um plot line and 
she falls in love with a boy who has depression. Mm-hmm. And um, Ronnie Davis writes this beautiful letter um, in the acknowledgments about how she has depression. And she thought that that would be her defining feature in life. So she wanted to write a story about that, like, and, you know, it, it really um, breaks apart the stigma that if you have depression, you're depressed 100% of the time. It's something you battle every day, but it's not the same every day. Right. And it was really cool to see, um, obviously, I mean, like a 17-year-old girl, like, understand that it wasn't her fault that hit mm. that her boyfriend's sadness and that it was like that was his mental health and she was like I'm gonna love you through this and we'll figure it out if you plan on reading it my review is on um, my Instagram but there are some significant trigger warnings so just while we're talking about it it does mention suicide and there's a suicide attempt um, and the, the method is disclosed um, and obviously depression is a major topic. Um, it's also a really sex positive book. The relationship between the mother and daughter is just like, it's so great. Cause she's like, you're getting really serious with this boy. So let's talk about it. Birth control. What oh, do you I think? Love that. Um, and she's like, you don't think I'm too young? And she's like, you're my daughter. I'm always going to think you're too young, but I'd rather you be prepared. And I know you're not an idiot I know you'll make the right choice for you and your body and right. I was like what what a great wow. like discussion just to see like I just can imagine like picking that up when I was that age and being like oh like maybe I yeah maybe I would have had a little more confidence talking to my mom about this or something so well, that's great I really that's a it. fairly new that's like a newer release too right it came out in the fall yeah okay great that's awesome and what uh, uh what I think you read couple other books too i did i read serpent and dove i am sad to report that serpent and dove might be my first listed yeah whatever phoebe it's fine you know i feel like you had other people telling you that it wasn't going to be good and so you went into it i really didn't though i um i'm still learning with fantasy that you have to go in and like remember that you're learning a whole new world because i did Mm -hmm. like I think we've mentioned before that like list it doesn't mean don't read this book. It's awful. It's just like for us, it's like it wasn't the right book for us. And I loved so many elements of it, but there were some parts that I was just like, is that okay? Like, um, and I, I mean, I loved the, the, the love interest. Um, I wasn't crazy about Lou, the main character, which is so funny to me because I loved Lou and I thought that Reed was like, I liked Reed, but I loved Lou, which is, is so funny to me. Like if I were to put Agatar with Serpent and Dove, I would pick Lou and then I would pick, well, you know who I'd pick in Agatar, which we're going to say for, <laughs> we're going to say for our spoiler episode. Yeah. But that's just so interesting how like we resonate differently. I think it's good that we have differing feelings on Serpent and Dove. I think for me, what I have to remind myself is that Serpent and Dove was the very first fantasy that I had ever read. And Mm -hmm. so I didn't know at all what was good fantasy or what was not good fantasy. 
And I think it was a time where I reviewed a book that was totally based off of my feelings. And I was reading it on an airplane. So I was like literally like forced to read kind of thing. So I feel like I powered through that first 100 pages where I was kind of just like not knowing how to make this world stick. And then Mm -hmm. it just like picked up where, you know, where it picks up. And I was just like, oh my gosh, I can't put it down. And so that can't put it down feeling towards the end was like really what I was like whoa like this is a whole new world like I did you know I did like the ending um and I liked I thought the magic was really cool it just didn't I mean Jess Epiblog was like we need you to read more than Akatar if you're gonna like compare everything to Akatar I'm like I'm not gonna compare everything it's just like it this is another thing where I wonder if because of how I felt about the first book of A Court of Thorns and Roses, where I was like, mm-hmm. I mean, I liked it. It was a four-star read. It was good. I'll read the next one. I wonder if I had the sequel of Serpent and Dove at the ready, like I did with A Court of Mist and Fury. If, because I think that with, especially with series, and this is going to be something we talk about in um, our next series. <laughs> so with book series, not podcast series, something that really helps is momentum. Right. And having the story's momentum because the ending was such a cliffhanger that if I was like, oh my gosh, okay, I finished it. I'm going to open the next page right away. Right. Like, how would that change my experience, yeah. you know? So it's it'll be fun to explore that. But I did have one book that I read that it was totally, like, I can't separate my emotions from it because I was just so happy when I was reading it. Oh. It was so nostalgic for me. Um, and it surprised me, um, which was Meet Me at Midnight by Jessica Pennington. And this I had sat in my net, net galley for a long time, and I totally judged it by its cover because it's like a dock on a lake, and we know how I feel about the water. We know that I love lakes. We know I love a good love story. Nobody's surprised. Um, but I just like put off reading it, and then – I was like, you know what, I I need to get to this, and um, I read it over Memorial Day weekend, and I read it in, I think, 10 hours. It was so good. Like, everything that you want in a YA, like, and it was, I mean, it was nostalgic for me, but I just, I really, really enjoyed it. Um, oh, that's awesome. It, yeah. Writing it down, adding it to the list. Won't get to it in 2020, but maybe 2021. <laughs> I mean, this is one that I definitely want a physical copy of now. Um, just because it, I don't know. Like, I couldn't even say that I, like, I I identified with the characters a lot. But for YA, it was some good steamy moments. Ooh, <laughs> and that's what I, that's what we like to hear. It, like, I think it would be a great Netflix movie. So, that's I'm yeah. still holding out hope. Actually, it's more than hope because Brittany Cavallaro said that something about Netflix, something, <laughs> something. And I am crossing my fingers and my toes that we get Charlotte Holmes on a Netflix series. I did read another YA book. I just remember. Oh my god. Phoebe. All right. I, was, I pulled up my Goodreads and I was like, what did I read this month? Um, I had an advanced reader's copy of Majesty, which is the sequel to American oh, yes. Royals by yeah, yeah. Catherine McGee. Oh my gosh. It doesn't come out till September 1st, so I'll keep it short. But if you've read American Royals, it was 
way better than book Ooh. one. Like, I just think I, she elevated Why has that been writing. a theme lately? There's been a, it's been a theme where, like, the second books have been the best books in series. I think that it's, I mean, a first book is hard. Like, yeah. George Lucas has very famously stated that Star Wars starts with episode four because he hates beginnings. And he's like, the hardest part of the story is the beginning. I mean, I've read a couple of other Catherine of Catherine McGee's books. I read, she's two series. So she has the American Royal series, and then she has the Thousandth Floor series, which is a trilogy, a YA trilogy um, that's like futuristic gossip girl um, mm. that takes, so it's like uh, the, uh, like they, they, everything happens in this one ginormous skyscraper in New York. So, like, the island of Manhattan is condensed into one giant skyscraper that is a thousand floors. Um, and I liked it. And, like, I liked American Royals. But I was like, I'll obviously read the second one. But I wasn't, like, blown. I loved the concept. I wasn't blown right. away by the execution. And I messaged her right after I finished Majesty. And I was like, I please tell me there's a third book because you knocked it out of the park like I devoured it um, that's awesome I need to read all of them like I, yeah, need to I would read I mean I would 100% wait until the second book comes out honestly okay. because I remember reading the first book being so excited about it and I was like I mean it's a really cool concept if you think about it. like and it's very difficult she basically reinvents the history. entire yeah, yeah the, like the history of the United States with having a monarchy as opposed to a, a, a democracy with a president but yeah i read a lot of ya in the yeah, last couple you did. months there's some there's a lot of books that i'm looking forward to coming out but there are a lot that i bought that i because of the series and that i've had on my shelves that i'm really looking forward to reading next in ya uh obviously i read the hate you give per Haley's recommendation and so i'm going to the next reading dear martin and then uh, Dear Justice, which will be the... I just uh, got my advanced copy. Oh, did I you? I So I it. saw yeah. it that it's on NetGalley, but I haven't read Dear Martin yet. So I was like, oh, wait. Um, but I'm going to read Dear Martin. And then Dear Justice comes out, which is the sequel to that. When does yeah. it come out? Do you remember? Uh, September 1st. Oh, so look at September 1st. Big, big day. That's also, I think, when... Um, Blood and Honey comes out. And then All American Boys, uh, I'm I'm going to read. And I'm excited to read Juliet Takes a Breath. Um, mm. there are, I got, I've heard amazing things about that. So if you follow anyone on Instagram, um, one of our friends, Katie at Shelf Made Woman, she is working with a group of other queer bookstagrammers and they're doing Books to Pride for the month of June. And the recommendations they keep throwing out are throwing off my TBR. I'm like, that sounds so good. That sounds so good. I want to read that. And it, like, especially the YA ones, mm. I just, I mean, it holds a special place in my heart. Like, yeah, just makes me so happy that these books exist for young people. Um, mm-hmm. So Juliet Takes a Breath is one that I really want to read. I think the only other one that I have right now that I really want to get to that we've been talking about since we literally started the podcast is Autobiography. That came highly oh, yeah. recommended. Um, so... Well, well, that's, I guess that's finally it for yeah. our YA series. It seems, 
like absurd that we've been doing this for so long but this was a really fun series and I feel like it was a really good time to do this uh to have like a longer series that focuses on something that's not really like a genre per se but a whole category of literature that goes across every single genre um which you know is, is great um, so if you pick up any of the books that we've mentioned or you've read them and want to share your thoughts, um, we'd love to hear them on today's Instagram post at read it or list it pod. Um, and if you enjoyed today's episode, make sure you leave a review and a rating on Apple podcast as it's the best way to support read it or list it. And so that is a wrap up on YA for now, but we hope that you join us next week where we kick off our new series that I am like, drum roll, <laughs> getting series us on read it or list it. <laughs> I'm very equally excited about this. I'm never going to be able to say that, but the backup title was Trill uh, OMG. Trill OMG. But, you know, we've got a couple duologies we're mentioning. Some yeah. whatever, whatever we, we figured out the word a while ago for a four book series, but I don't remember what it is. It's so. a quadrilogy. Quad, is it a quadrilogy? I thought so. I think quadrilogy, I believe. Mm, I don't know. Well, whatever it is, we've got some of those. We've got eight book series, you know, all things. Yeah. So spanning just, all genres, which is fun. Yes. Yes. So very excited. We look forward to your thoughts on uh, what you think we're going to mention in that series. I don't know if there's any one particular series that yeah. we've been talking about that we may uh, be focusing a review on. Um, but anyway, I have no idea. No, no, no clue at all. <laughs> no guesses over here. No, <laughs> no guesses. So uh, we will see you next time. Thanks for listening. Original music by Jake Thorne. Podcast produced and edited by me, Ashley Chandler, and Phoebe Wright. You can find us on Instagram at Read It or List It Pod. All rights reserved 2020.